Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody predicts the future. Chapter 9, Operation True Love. Judy stretched out on her top bunk and scared, uh, and stared up at the glow-in-the-dark stars in her ceiling. Hey, we should do glow-in-the-dark glow stars on your ceiling. Have you ever had those? I mean, I have them at my dad's house, but they, we haven't put them up. Oh, my, you, you just haven't put them up? You just have them hanging around? Yeah, oh my gosh. Because I got them, um, yeah. in 2020. Oh, gosh, it's time to put those up. <laughs> It all added up. The red ring, the new glasses, the humming, the heart-shaped cookies. It was right there all the time. Her best ever prediction. She had to, had to do, all she had to do was see it. Use her brain. Make the connection. Mr. Todd was in love. At last, she, Madam M, could predict, oh, what are you doing? Could predict something Really, truly big. Something really, truly true. Something that only she, Judy Moody, knew about. Judy Moody had a new plan. A perfect, foolproof plan. Fail-safe, predicts-the-future plan. All she had to do was trick Mr. Todd into trying the mood ring on. She had to see once and for all if it turned romantic. In love. Oh, it says it does turn red. Only one thing stood in her way. She was not allowed to bring the ring to school. On Friday morning, Judy took out her mood ring. She did not wear it on her finger. She did not show it to anyone. She kept it hidden in her baby tooth box. Keeping that hidden in the secret pocket of her backpack until after school. Time for Project Mood Ring. Operation True Love. She, Dr. Judy Moody, was three-fourths sure and nine-tenths certain that the magic eight ball did not lie. But she had to be 110% sure and absolutely positive. Mr. Todd, said Judy, asking her, taking out her mood ring out of the secret box. I know I'm not supposed to bring my mood ring to school and everything, but I have a VIQ and it's a very important question. I'm going to be mad about, I'm going to be in a bad mood if I see that ring in the class again. I keep it put away all day. I kept it put away all day, said Judy. I promise. I was just hoping that I could ask you how a mood ring works in the name of science and everything. Mood rings are interesting, said Mr. Todd. They used to be popular when I was a kid, you know. No way, said Judy. Way, said Mr. Todd, laughing. Here, let me see that ring. Mr. Todd held the ring with his fingers. Judy tried to ESP to Mr. Todd a message. Put the ring on. Put the ring on. Mood rings have their own science. Put the ring on. Do you know that our bodies give off heat and energy? Put the ring on. That's what, when I say that, that means she's saying that to put it in his head. <laughs> Mr. Todd slipped that ring on his index finger. Liquid crystals change color as our bodies change temperature. See? Red is for hot. It worked. Red. The ring was R-E-D. Red for red for romantic. Red for unloved. Red for sure and absolute positive. Is it hot in here? It is hot in here, isn't it? Said Mr. Todd. Red hot, said Judy. He... And 
hot enough to melt Antarctica. I'm afraid Antarctica is here to stay, said Mr. Todd. He handed her her ring. Does that answer your very important question? Yes, 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 said Judy. Thanks, Mr. Todd. Judy dashed out the door. Madam R was back in business, and she was going to predict the future better than ever. Judy kissed that mood ring. As soon as she reached the bus, she, she slipped it onto her finger. The mood ring turned amber. Amber meant nervous and tense. She knew. She knew what she was nervous and tense about. Her Judy Moody best ever prediction. Before she could tell anybody, she had to figure out who Mr. Todd was in love with. That was not going to be easy. On Saturday morning, Judy went back to the library. She looked for Lynn, the friendly librarian, with the fork and pie earrings. Today, Lynn had skateboard earrings. You change your earrings, said Judy. I do that sometimes, said Lynn, and she laughed. What can I help you with? Where are the books that tell you if a person is in love? Oh my gosh, sit down, are you okay? Well, you know, Lynn said, that kind of thing is hard to find a book on. Usually a person just sort of knows inside. Just so you know, it's not for me, Judy said, turning three shades of red. I'm trying to figure out if someone else is in love. Ah, I see. You have a million gazillion books. There must be something in here with lovey-dovey stuff. Everybody likes love. Well, let me think a minute, said Lynn. We do have Valentine's Day books and love stories. No magic charms, secret spells. Well, let's try the hundreds, said Miss, said Lynn. She led Judy right to the love section and pulled out a purple book with silver writing off the shelf. The silver writing said, find your true love. Judy opened it and flapped through the pages. Chapter five was titled, all you need is a bowl of molasses. Molasses, that's easy. I'll take it, said Judy. Thanks. Judy read the book while she waited in line at checkout. She read it as she walked home. She read it walking to her house. In ancient times, she started in she's in ancient times staring into a bowl of molasses might reveal the identity of your true love. Judy went straight to the kitchen and poured a drawer of thick, sticky molasses into what a bowl. Molasses is like um almost like honey, but it's like sugar honey. It's like brown sugar honey is what it looks like. But you can, when you're making cookies, for example, you can use it instead of sugar, and it tastes like old-fashioned cookies. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. We all get some, and then we can make cookies with um, Gigi's recipe with molasses. She added some magic words. Eeny, meeny, chili beanie. What does Mr. Todd love? She stared and stared into the molasses. What she saw was a little like a chicken. No way. Mr. Todd was not in love with a chicken. Instead of molasses, people in Egypt look like pools of ink. Judy got a bottle of rubber stamp ink from the desk in the hall. When she poured it into a bowl, all she saw was a big fat mess. <sighs> and an ink splat on her shirt that looked like Antarctica. Nobody was in love with Antarctica. Place a dish on a table and drop 20 one safety pins into it. She skipped to that one. She did not have 21 pins, safe or unsafe. Place a piece of wedding cake under your pillow and dream of the person you'll marry. Wedding cake? Where on earth was she supposed to find a wedding cake? You'll need a clock and a hairbrush. Hairbrush. Judy had never met a hairbrush she liked. And what did a hairbrush have to do with true love anyways? 
This love stuff was complicated. Cut 26 squares of paper, one for each letter of the alphabet. Place the letters in alphabetical order facing down in a bowl of water. The letters that will turn up, face up, will spell out the, a loved one's name. The bowl of water. Letters, she circled. She said this. she could trick Mr. Todd into that. Press an apple to see the forehead. Press an apple seed to the forehead and recite the letters of the alphabet. When the seed falls off, that's the letter of your true love's name. Apple seed, she could do that too. She drew stars around that one. Light a candle. If the wax drips to the left, a woman is in love. Right, a man is in love. A rare. Judy wrote that note to herself too. Oh, that's the end of the chapter.